So John Jones has been tweeting up a storm of late. This is the Battle Camp. My name is Rahul J. Chan. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, I feel like I make a video about this every three or four months. Every quarter. Every quarter I like to sit here and talk about John Jones and his tweeting habits. Um, and generally speaking, his tweeting habits are all based off of his, um, his discrepancies with the UFCs and his grievances that he has with how he's being treated. And this is obviously the same. Um, and just... In a nutshell, the way I kind of feel is I, I totally agree and understand John Jones's position. Um, I feel like he's justified in um, wanting to be paid uh, what he believes his value is, and I need to be careful when I say that, and, I, and, I, and I'll go into more detail about that shortly. Um, but I don't know whether I think he's going the right way about it. <clears throat> so let me qualify that. So. Previously, um, a few months ago, when DC was booked to fight Stipe, um, John Jones announced, I'm going to heavyweight and I'm going to have a super fight with Francis Ngannou. I don't know if you guys remember that. And at the time, I made a video about that statement and just me saying I don't really think it's a super fight because Francis Ngannou isn't the champion. It doesn't really have the same cash. Like I feel like if, if something's a super fight, it needs everything. There's certain things that need to fall into place, the timing of the fight. The people involved in the fight kind of are they big names and just the general intrigue and um, just the excitement around the fight. And I didn't feel that it kind of ticked all of the boxes for it to be a super fight at that time. <clears throat> Having said that, given how Francis Ngannou uh, performed on Saturday night and the hype around that performance and him as an individual and a fighter and rightly so, um, given the fact that John Jones... Um, is a you know you can still say he's the unofficial light heavyweight champion because he he gave up his belt he was never beaten for that title and the fact that you'd be very you'd find it very difficult to argue against calling John Jones the um, the pound for pound best active fighter in the UFC and by proxy the world uh, now that Khabib has retired right. So you've got basically the best fighter in the world um, who is a champion uh, because he didn't really lose his belt, stepping up to face the heavyweight champion of the world, a man that's considerably better than him, a man that has shown just how much he's improved and how good he is, a real test for both men. For me now, this is a super fight, right? So congratulations. Do, do, do. We've got all of the ingredients we needed for a super fight, in my humble opinion. Um... Now, I'm just sat here now looking at the top 10 uh, highest grossing UFC pay-per-views. And I don't know how accurate this is because it could be a load of nonsense. But for the sake of this video, uh, we'll say that these numbers are correct. And looking at this list of top 10 um, grossing fights, it's literally just a list of Conor McGregor fights, right? There's three fights in here that are not Conor McGregor fights. And they're Usman v Masvidal at number 7, 1.3 million buys. Lesnar against Carwin, 1.16. And Nunes, Nunes against Rousey, uh, 1.1. So that's number 10, 9 and 7. Uh, the rest are all Conor McGregor uh, fights, right? Um, the highest grossing fight is Khabib against McGregor, which was 2.4 million buys. Given the way... Things are trending right now in the UFC, um, and I'll, I'll include, uh, and when I say that, I, I'm referring also to the Usman-Masvidal fight being kind of um, 
two names that aren't necessarily huge, humongous names, but the ingredients were right, the circumstances were right at the start of the pandemic and nothing really was going on and this was a big fight that got everyone's attention and it got the buys, it got a lot of buys, right? I feel like, I feel like this fight um, could do kind of above one and a half million close to kind of between the 1.5 and say 1.8 bracket and if it does that it could be anywhere from the second highest ever grossing pay-per-view um to the the fourth right and that's a big deal for 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 the the ufc so why aren't they paying why aren't they willing to pay John Jones what he believes he's worth? Now, so look, I don't know what John Jones currently earns. I don't know how many fights he has left on his deal. And I don't know the number that he's floating out there and what the UFC are saying. No, this is what we're going to pay. Right. So there's so many details that we don't know collectively. What I do know is, and I hate talking about this because it opens up a whole new can of worms. We do know that the UFC, in comparison to other sports leagues, pay their athletes um, a lower percentage than other sports teams leagues etc pay their athletes so um in a roundabout way the ufc fighters are underpaid but why wouldn't the ufc be willing to pay john jones um in a in a pay john jones a sort of kind of ballpark figures that they pay conor mcgregor because i think we all can agree that conor mcgregor is well paid by the UFC now even he might not be paid uh what he deserves or is 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 kind of um like if we compare what boxers of his stature earn maybe Conor McGregor is even underpaid right but the way the framework is at the moment the way things are at the moment I think it's fair to say that Conor McGregor is paid well for a UFC fighter um, the only thing that I can think of is, generally speaking, when when Conor McGregor fights, his opponent doesn't make the same sort of money that he makes. Um, and if John Jones goes up to fight Francis Ngannou, maybe maybe the thought process for the UFC is, well, look, if we give John Jones this, we're going to have to give Francis this, and we can't, we don't want to give them this money. Another issue that I kind of I think about is, if you look at what the UFC have got lined up in the next few months. They've got some big fights already booked. They've already got, um, it looks like, Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier in July. Um, they've already got Masvidal against um, Usman in April, I believe. Um, you'd assume Israel Adesanya is going to come back and fight again. Um, if Conor McGregor wins in July, you'd assume he'd fight again by the end of the year. So what I'm trying to say is, from the UFC standpoint, They've got a strong lineup of events, um, you know, over the kind of the summer period and going into autumn and winter. Um, so they're forecasting probably big numbers already. So why do we need to add to our costs? We don't really desperately need a John Jones and Garnu fight. That I, I'm just, just this is just me speculating. Obviously, having said all of that, <clears throat> like I said earlier. I still feel like this is a big, big, like from a fan's point of view, um, if you were to give me a list of fights that could potentially be made in the UFC, this is probably the one that I'd want to, I'd be most excited about watching. John Jones against Francis, or Francis Ngannou against John Jones. So 
like I say, I feel John Jones is justified in wanting to be paid um, more money, depending on what it is that he wants and what it is that he currently makes and and what it is that the UFC are, are willing to offer him. But you know, like, like and 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 comparing this all to boxing, um, looking looking at the kind of the pay per view market in boxing at the moment in the states, um, I mean, I think. I think recently Tyson Fury against um, Wilder 2 did over a million buys or something. I don't know. But like the numbers aren't really that strong when it comes to boxing. And these boxers seem to be earning millions of dollars every time they go out there and perform. So I totally understand John Jones's point of view. Um, just this tweeting stuff. And I don't know whether it's whether it's related, but I feel like... Malki Kawa and his brother Abraham Kawa, what they call first round management. I feel like their fighters do this on a regular basis. It's, it's the default kind of bargaining stance. Let me go on Twitter and start showing how angry I am. And I don't know whether this kind of like, because I've kind of just explained to you kind of um, what I feel like the UFC's position might be and why they might not be that desperate to see John Jones fight again or kind of make this fight right because you get times where the ufc are desperate they need a big fight and they're willing to kind of push the boat out um, masvidal against usman the first time around is uh, an example of that because masvidal was doing the same thing tweeting up a storm talking about how he's not happy with the ufc and the pay that they're willing to pay him and this that and the other and then lo and behold gilbert burns falls out and masvidal's replacing him with a week's notice and so clearly he got what close to what you wanted uh, to come in and fill that gap and <clears throat> like uh, I, d I just like this tweeting stuff if it I d I've never seen it really work I've never seen it really work and it just feels like it just kind of <sighs> it breaks the relationship that is there but then like what else can you do like I feel like these, I feel like things would get mediated in a better way and it would be a more constructive discourse if things weren't just thrown around on Twitter. But it might, it might just be his last resort. They might have tried and failed and tried and failed and this is all he has left. But whichever way you look at it, it's a mess, right? Um, all of this tweeting and deleting stuff, like just today, John Jones was talking about, um, oh, just cut me, release me, let me go. I feel like a bird whose wings have been clipped and stuff. I like, fucking hell, man. Like, we know it's not going to happen, innit? We know it's not going to so, And also delete, well, why would you delete a tweet? Like, it's not like, you, you're not me with like 30 followers. Do you know what I mean? That like, no one really like checks for your tweets and that. You're John Jones, like you've got, millions of followers i'd assume or hundreds of thousands at least so it's just a it's a mess man it's a mess and i i sympathize with john jones and the position that he's in but at the same time like i can't i can't see him winning this battle i can't see him winning this battle especially now that he's gone so public with things and like I say, it feels like it's a pattern for these Kawa fighters, Kawa, however you pronounce it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say. It'd be interesting to see how this 
kind of unfolds because I mean the other option that the UFC have is Derek Lewis and it's just a case of this kind of like all right Lewis against Ngannou is going to cost how much and how much money are they going to bring in right compared to John Jones against Ngannou it's going to cost how much and how much money are they going to bring in are the UFC cutting their nose off to spite their face do you know what I mean like if they just paid John Jones um, what he wants and paid Francis Ngannou for the fight are they going to make exponentially more money for this fight? Um, and Francis Ngannou is only one human being. He can only fight every, you know, three, four, five months or whatever it is. So every time you you have him fight someone, you're, 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 you're punching a hole in that ticket, right? Because time does progress. So why not make the most out of the situation you're in? Because either way, you're getting a star at the end of it. If John Jones wins, you, you know, this is the, the greatest fighter that's ever breathed. And if Ngannou wins, wow, who's who's next? Like, the, do you understand what I'm trying to say? So it's just it just feels like a mixture of a battle of ego, greed from the UFC standpoint, and um, just not a very calculated moves on John Jones's part. And... For me as a fan, I'd hate for this fight to not happen because those three things are in place and the UFC and John Jones just couldn't reconcile things enough to get this fight over the line. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. Please don't be scared to hit you. Hit the like button, share this with a friend if you've enjoyed it. Put your comments below, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and I will catch you guys next time.